Hey, 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 everyone, and a welcome to another episode of Black Girls Keto 2. I am your host, Wendy Featherston, and as always, I am excited to be here. Oh my goodness, today is a really good day. I feel great, <laughs> and I'm having way more fun today. Um... The last episode, the takeover, when Dr. Tanya took over my podcast, that episode has gotten so much feedback and play, and everyone um, liked what liked what they heard, and you know, liked that I was on the other side of the mic, and it was fun doing. So, I um, thank my wife for having the wherewithal to do that. She knew she knew she had to just um bombard me in order for it to happen because I would have been like no 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 so yes so I am so excited that you all enjoyed it as well I did have way more fun um recording it so if you haven't listened to that episode called the takeover go ahead and do so and uh, what else is going on? I had the flu for two weeks, so I hadn't um, been able to um, post an episode, but I am almost 100%. And we're working on it and working toward it. But I am going to record this episode called Randomly Speaking. There has been a lot of randomness that I have seen in the keto community along with um, in Black Girls Keto too. So I, I really just want to speak to that. And I try to make some of this stuff fit into, you know, a nice little box and a podcast. But I was like, oh no, it's random, honey. It's all random. So the title of this episode is Randomly Speaking. And I am excited to record this. For those of you who are new to um, Black Girls Keto 2, you can follow us and find us in several different places. You can find us in the Facebook world over at Black Girls Keto 2. You can find us on Instagram at Black Girls underscore Keto 2. And if you have a topic or a comment that you want to email um, to me, you can do that as well. And you can email me at Wendy at creativelywendy.com. Again, that's Wendy at creativelywendy.com. So let's talk about Instagram. Over on Instagram, it a bunch of us um, got together and we are doing something amazing for Black History Month. So happy Black History Month, everyone. It is entitled Keto for the Culture. And it is a way that we have um, come together to put out recipes and um, things like that for the culture. And then what I think about it, this in the beauty of it, is that it's just not all African-American, but it is the people of color in general. You know, we come from different backgrounds and we are an array of colors and we have an array of cultural um, differences and things like that, but they are all steeped in the same principles, right? And it's of people of color. And so we will be sharing different recipes. So y'all go follow us. Um, There is a Facebook page, Keto for the Culture. And what I decided to do is to highlight as many of the queens that would like to be highlighted that are participating. And it's a lot of us. It's 29 days this month. So there are 
almost 29 queens, we do have a few kings as well that um, has joined the movement. And um, so we are going to, you know, share our knowledge in our um, recipes with you. So going over y'all keto for the culture, that's keto, the number four, the culture and culture is spelled K U L T U R E. So go ahead and follow over there. So you won't miss the recipes, but I am highlighting, um, a queen, um, every pod week of the podcast or sometimes two, um, depending upon how many people want to. So you can know what they're do, um, posting, get to know them and follow them and hang out with them. So we have a queen that will we're highlighting. Her name is Erica. Um, so you'll hear a little from her in an upcoming segment. So sit back, relax. And get ready for some randomness. It's going to be good, I promise you. It's going to be good, but it's randomness. I'm going to be answering questions. And we're just going to have a little conversation. Is that okay? I know it's okay. Stay tuned, y'all. Right, let us jump into this randomness. So, the first random thing that I want to talk about, and I've said this before if you've been listening to me um, over time, is that while you are on your keto journey and you're taking pictures of yourself, queens, always, always, always put your before picture first and then your current picture. Here's the reason why the mind reads from left to right. The mind reads from left to right. Think about it. When you're reading a book, the book you read from left to right. So putting your before picture first helps you to see your transformation. When you put your current picture first and then the before picture, the the mind and the eyes have a hard time reading it. So oftentimes you'll, you'll, you'll see, oh, I don't see a change. Well, the reason you don't see the change is because you're seeing the current verse seeing the current and you're moving toward being bigger. So think about it. Your mind and your eyes are seeing and translating you still being smaller, going to leading towards being bigger, right? So I'm going to say that again so you can understand it. I'm going to say it, make it more plain. If you put your current picture, your after picture, your during picture first, and then your before picture, your mind is reading that you've gone from being smaller to bigger, smaller to larger, right? So putting your before picture first will help you see the transformation, y'all. That's a big thing. Everybody is posting pictures in the, you know, keto face versus carb face. It is carb face versus keto, right? Carb first. Always put the bigger picture first. That's big. That's big because you will not be able to see the difference. You will not. So that's that's the first part of my randomness. So the second one is what I would love for you queens to learn if you don't learn anything else is that when you are sharing your successes, do not lead in with 
a bunch of failed attempts, you know, or, you know, a bunch of negativity. And then at the end, you, you know, tell what you um, wanted to share, you know. So, for instance, um, a young lady um, posted in the group, she started keto on 12-4-2016 and lost 35 pounds and over 40 inches all over. The pics below are five months apart and I'm in in the same shirt. I was living alone and things were the easiest that she's, things were the easiest that I've ever done. Fast forward to the present, I've fallen off the wagon and gained almost all of my weight back. I no longer live alone and I'm finding it much harder. So I'm posting this for accountability because this hurts physically and emotionally. I'm keeping the promise to myself. It's all about me now. Now, it's not all about her. It's all about how hard it was, how living with other people make it harder, um, how she released the weight or lost the weight in her words and then gained it back. So you really don't hear the fact that it's all about her, right? So what I encourage you to do in telling the story, regardless to how many times you've tried keto and in y'all words, how many times you've fallen off the wagon or fallen down and gotten back up. No matter how many times, don't tell that story. Tell the story the way you want it to be, not the way it is. And I understand that may, you know, it's different for people, right? It's different. It's different from, you know, always looking at the negative or what has happened, you know, in the past. She did all of this in 2016. We're in 2020. Why why, why tell the story of 2016? Why not just jump back in and say, hey, Queens, this is me now. And this is where, you know, I want to get back to. It's like she could have totally told that story in such a different way. And what telling the story of how it was or the bad things, it again, it causes you to focus on the negative. Leave the negative out of it. Leave all of your falling off and eating off plant. Leave all of that out. Leave it out. It's okay. I totally get it. I understand. I do. I do. I do. However, it doesn't serve you because what it does is cause you to focus more on the negative versus the positive. Because in that sister's statement, it wasn't about her choosing herself. Now, she could have came. I'm a, I'm a, if it were me writing this, I would have left out all of that other stuff about the releasing the 35 pounds and 40 inches all over. I would have left that out because that's not where I am now. Or if let's, let's keep it. Let's keep that part, right? Let's keep that part. But I'm going to reframe this so just so you can understand what I'm saying, right? My life is all about me now. I am going to keep every promise to myself. I just ju- I I'm jumping back in to my keto lifestyle and I I know that if at one point I can release 35 pounds, I can do it again. It's easy for me. So that's how I would say it. Or just say, "Hey, I'm new to the group and I'm jumping in and this is my goal to release 45 pounds." Right? So it is that. It's 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 telling the story, y'all, about what you want it, how you want it to be, what you want your outcome to be. And some people would say, well, that's lying or that's fantasy or whatever. Honey, have a good time in your imagination in your head. Tell the if, if you feel like it's lying, then you know, continue telling the stories the way they are, and you're gonna get more of that. But honey. Tell the story the way you want it to be. 
right? Um, so that's that. So the next thing is the reading of ingredients. Uh, I, I just, I just can't say it enough. I just can't say it enough about the importance of reading past the nutritional panel and read the ingredients. I was in a store, I was in, I was shopping yesterday and I was in either Marshall's or TJ Maxx or I was in all of them, Ross. I was, I think it was Home Goods. I think I found these in, but they had something called keto drops and then they had weight loss drops. And I'm always checking the ingredients to things that are marketed toward the keto community just to see what the um what the ingredients are and how they dupe people because they know people do not read past that and especially if keto is in big black bold letters oh that's keto so I'm going to grab it because I'm on my keto journey right so I read the ingredients um, to the drops, both boxes and, or both bottles they were. And the keto, quote unquote, keto drops had sugar. And the first, the first, it was water, sugar, a form of sugar, and then honey, and then some flavoring, and then some chemicals that I couldn't pronounce. And uh, that was that. So if you've ever listened to the um, podcast um, of the episode of the anatomy of a food label, you know that the way that they list the ingredients, the first four, three to four is what the product is solely made, um, made of, right? If you listen, you'll know that. So it's water and the sugar substitute that it was. So then I read the one for weight loss drops, thinking that they were going to be different, but they weren't. Same exact product, same exact ingredient. All they did was change the labels. They are tricky. Oh my God. Marketing, I love marketing. I think it's great. You get to um, kind of brainwash people on what to buy. If you think about marketing in this way, that so think about it like this. So around Halloween, they start with the Christmas commercials. You'll see all kinds of toys. Advertisers have all kinds of toys and things like that. Then Moving towards Thanksgiving, they start um, advertising different foods and turkeys and aluminum foil and all of your spices and seasonings, and they'll keep that up until Christmas. And then you'll you'll you're inundated subliminally with ideas of what to buy. Oh, I'm in a store. I need to buy Reynolds wrap. I need to buy pumpkin spice. I need to buy this for the kids and that for the kids. And honey, they use the kids, honey. Those those commercials are geared to get you to buy. Words and, and different packaging are geared to get you to buy, right? They're geared to get you to purchase, to spend money. So the same thing with keto. If you notice, everybody has a keto program now of some sort. Everybody but Weight Watchers, right? Or the, the new WW. Everybody is gearing things towards keto because it's the newest, hottest thing, and it's not even new, right? But it's the it's the it's the it's the hype right now, right? It's the buzz. It's all the buzz. So you have to be wise enough and smart enough and quick enough to know not to buy, not to buy things that are geared towards keto. If it is marketed, marketed as keto, you, you know, it's not, 
It really is. Because no, no food really is keto, right? No food really is. It's just in how you prepare it that that lines up with your ketogenic lifestyle. Okay? So don't don't fool for or fool. Don't fool with them and don't fall for the okie doke. Don't fall for the okie doke, y'all. You know, we are smarter than that. We are absolutely smarter than that. So don't fall for the okie doke. And in keeping with the reading of the labels, right? And keeping with the reading of the labels. Read, just because pork rinds are something that we can have, please read the ingredients, right? Because they put sugar, maltodextrin, malitol, and all of that kind of stuff, right? MSG. MSG is bad for you. And so you really, again, want to read. I I know I sound like a broken record. I know I sound like a broken record. But reading is fundamental. Reading will save your life. And it's a difference between you releasing weight and not. And I know people would say, oh, it fits in my macros and all of that kind of stuff. I don't subscribe to that. Because if you are doing or following a ketogenic lifestyle, then wheat is not um, a part of that, right? Wheat is not a part of that. And I'm going to talk about that in the next segment, right? But I want you to be equipped with knowledge so you can navigate this lifestyle and have your weight releasing be sustainable, right? Be sustainable, be smart, be educated. You know, the 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 thing that these companies, you know, rely on is the fact that we are uneducated consumers. And we we listen to what they say, and that's not what I want for us on this on our keto journeys in this lifestyle, honey. Educate yourself, read, 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 read. Familiarize yourself. There's 71 different names of sugar, and they will continue to make more and create more in different ways to be sneaky because there's money in being overweight, is money in being unhealthy, and you know, you really want to do your homework. All right. So I'm going to leave you with that. I just want you to breathe a minute and I'll be right back. All right. We are back. And so more randomness. Let's talk about the need for replacing sugar or sweetener, keto sweeteners for sugar and the need to have something sweet. And it's almost like when I see people posting in the group, it's like, oh my God, I need something um, sweet. I got to have something sweet. How I'm just starting or I want to start keto. How can I replace you know, my cakes and cookies and things that I like to eat for a keto dessert or a keto fat bomb or a keto treat or a keto snack or like all of that, right? And I want you I want you all to hear me. We want this to be a lifestyle for long term, right? Sustainability. However, we want to set up a solid foundation when you're starting because we know that just in life in general and the way things work is that if you don't have a good foundation, then, you know, you're building on sinking sand and things won't be sustainable, sustainable. And you'll find yourself going back to old habits 
And so you want to create new habits. You want to create new habits when you are first starting your keto journey. And if you're not new to this and you didn't create um, good habits, then you know, you, you've seen a building before, they'll go back and remodel. So you can remodel your keto journey and build new habits. And so what I mean is, is that when you first start off on your keto journey, you should not be replacing a keto dessert for a, another sugary dessert. That should not be your focus. Your focus should be on removing the carbohydrates because if y'all have listened to me before, you've heard me say this before, when you seek to replace the sweetness that you are um, craving with a keto, a, a keto substitute, your brain doesn't know the difference and it goes to, um, you know, recording that, oh, it's a sweet. And so your body will metabolize it as sugar and start the fat storing process. Give yourself a chance to just learn to remove the sugar and the carbs from your diet. Give yourself a chance to learn to do without them. Take 30 days, y'all, either if you're new or if you're remodeling your keto journey. Give yourself 30 days to not have anything sweet. I didn't have anything sweet. I didn't seek to have anything sweet of any kind for the first 60 days of my keto journey because my focus was on my focus was on getting the lifestyle down peg what what I could have cleaning out my pantry my closet my cabinets like cleaning out those things and getting um to know what was you know, a part of following a ketogenic lifestyle, right? So do not substitute and seek out um, something sweet when you're first starting. It will serve you very well to have those habits down packed. And then, you know, I see people who who post all the time and I, I, I despise and detest Shark Week, I like you know when you're on your cycle, when you're having your moon cycle, right? One, it's a beautiful thing. Um, two, it's 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 something that we have been taught to loathe, and I understand. You know, some people may have cramping and things like that, but it's a natural process, and it's not Shark Week, right? It's it's not, and I wish you would speak lovingly um, to yourself about yourself. But when you are um, approaching your moon cycle and you have cravings, you get to control that. A craving is just that. If you craved crack, would you smoke it? You get to control it. And the beauty of the ketogenic lifestyle is that once you have the mindset shift, you will know that you control what you eat. It's nothing outside of you that 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 you don't get to control. So in the top of at the top of the show, I said that I had the flu for um several weeks. I was down for like a little over a week. And I reverted back to I just want I, I wanted to feel better. And so I I asked my wife, I said, can you go make me some potatoes? And she was like, potatoes? I was like, yes, just go get one or two potatoes and I want them with butter. And I said it just like that, y'all. I want them with butter and sour cream and salt. And so she being the 
best wife in the world that she is. She did it reluctantly, but she did it because she wanted me to feel better, right? And I thought and having that, I would feel better because you know that is that old those old things that that creep up, right? Because we use food as comfort. And so she made them and put everything on it that I wanted and she brought it brought it to me. And I was eating it. And I was like, "Oh, it doesn't taste good. It didn't taste good. Potatoes really don't taste good to me." Um anymore. And so I took two or three bites and I was like, "Mm." this isn't it. It doesn't do anything for me. And I was like, I still feel bad. This is nasty. So I stopped eating it. I gave it to her. And then what she asked was, she said, um, when I, when you were sick before was potato something that you went to, went to, was that one of your go-to foods? And a light bulb went off. A light bulb went off y'all. I was like, yeah, I remember being sick. Um, At one point I had diverticulitis and I couldn't eat and I, I was in pain all the time. I would, you know, vomit all the time and it was horrible. So mashed potatoes was something that didn't cause me to feel bad. It, it stayed down. And so I ate a lot of mashed potatoes at the time. And I'm since now healed, everything is great. I don't, you know, have any of that anymore, but it was in the wanting to feel good that I thought a potato would make me feel better. And I stopped for a moment. I paused and I was like, oh my God, I'm so over this. This doesn't rule my life anymore. I have control and what I eat and food doesn't make me feel good. I do not have the same relationship with food anymore. And it was just like such a big aha moment for me. I felt like Oprah, like, aha. Like it was like such a huge monumental moment knowing that I control what I eat. I say who I say what, I say when, I say I control food. Food does not control me. And I share that and to be transparent, right? Because I want you to know that I, I you know, it's, we all, we're all in this together. Food doesn't control me anymore. I control it. And you can do whatever you set your mind to do if you want to, if you if you make the decision and stick with it and know that you're going to do it um, and not replace the sugar, but you get to control it. And so you get to um, learn these things about yourself the longer you're on your keto journey. And, you know, for some, it takes longer to recognize, but that's okay too, right? Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Don't replace sugar for keto sweeteners right off the bat. And when you feel like it's a a, a strong urging, a strong craving, don't have it because you don't want to fall prey to always having to have a keto dessert or a keto treat and and, and or sweet, right? Thing. All right. Moving right along to more randomness. Let's talk about eating and snacking. Let's talk about snacking. Everybody wants to know how many snacks they can have. And women are posting in the group, you know, what snacks can I have? Or this is my snack. Here's the thing, ladies. You should be having, when you first start off, you should have three meals a day. You know, three meals until you have 
your your body has you know done the necessary things of of you know ridding the carbs and the sugar and you move towards being fat adapted and that you you know can go longer in between your meals and so you pare down then to two meals a day and then you compare down to one meal a day and then you can move into intermittent fasting right and still have your omit that's 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 the that's the progression and where you want to go because keto is not a diet and it's not a part of the standard american diet right where they want you to have three meals and two snacks a day knowing that the more you eat the more your body spikes insulin the more your body goes into fat storing mode which then causes a repetitive cycle your body never gets a chance to use any of the stored fat um and so it just keeps building up which then shows up on your body right and which hence causes obesity and diabetes and all of that kind of good stuff right or not good stuff or stuff right so snacking on keto is not um what you do <laughs> it's not so you should you should have a meal and then get into the habit of eating when you're hungry and not eating out of habit a lot of us are habitual eaters a lot of us are chronic habitual eaters we eat out of habit we eat out of boredom we eat out of emotions right like i just shared with you but we eat out of boredom. A lot of times we are thirsty as opposed to hungry because we are dehydrated, right? Um, So I encourage you to not snack. Don't eat in between meals. Check in with your body to see if, if you're really hungry. Ask yourself, Am I hungry? When you feel the need to to snack, drink 24 to 32 ounces of water and wait a few minutes. And after that, if you're hungry still, then eat something, but make that your meal of the day. If you want like cheese and pepperoni or, you know, a salad or cucumbers and tuna, that's a meal, y'all. That's a meal. It's not a snack. It's a meal. Make it a meal. If you're going to eat, make it your meal. Stop snacking because you are storing fat. You're causing insulin to produce and your body is storing fat. So, you will not move into this, your body will not move into the state of ketosis and you will not become fat adapted because you're eating too much. Contrary to what you've been taught, you do not need to eat that much. You do not need to eat the first, having food be the first thing on your mind when you wake up in the morning. Nine times out of 10, we're not hungry when we wake up. So you don't have to eat. Fasting is great for the body. It does so many great things. It has so much, so many great health benefits. And the body can go long periods of time without food. You won't die. You won't mess up your metabolism. You won't slow it down. Actually, you'll speed it up. Um, and your body becomes a fat-burning machine, right? So don't snack. Don't snack. Don't snack. Don't snack. 
so that that in and of itself will cause you to realize and recognize what what you're doing as far as like how much you're eating and i'm gonna say this one more time about the apps and you know there's a whole um recording listed about apps and tracking and things like that. A lot of us have a diet mentality um, when we are starting off with, with this ketogenic lifestyle, right? You know, the apps are cool for some people, but get you some pencil and paper and write it down. Write down what you eat and stop relying on an app that was created for diabetics and not for the ketogenic lifestyle. Right. And, and, and what I said earlier about wheat, wheat is not a part of your ketogenic diet in any form. So you don't need wheat. If you are eating wheat, then you are working against yourself. Wheat causes inflammation. And I know all of the people think that the all these keto bread, y'all will not see it posted in the group. I will delete it every time. I will not approve any of the posts with that or any of, of the other breads. And I fell um, victim to it with the, who is it, cut the carb wraps and things like that. I did. And I was um, buying them. But when I realized that it was wheat and that wheat works against you and it holds water. It retains water. It causes inflammation. I stop. So you really want to not have wheat in your diet at all. That's why you have almond flour and things like that. So the keto breads and all of that, because it says keto, again, it's not. Read the ingredients. I Stop eating that stuff. Elevation bars, Atkin bars, uh, uh, who's the other one? Slim fast bars and all. None of that is keto. It's heavily laden with sugar and wheat. Stop it. 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 I know other people say if it fits in their macros and it's dirty keto. No, it's not keto. It's a low carb way of eating. It's a low carb lifestyle. And if that's what you want, then that's fine. That That's fine. That's absolutely fine. I'm not knocking a low carb lifestyle, but this, you know, our group, Black Girls Keto 2 is a keto group. And a lot of people say, well, Wendy, why didn't my post get posted? Because it's not in keeping with keto. Not about the rules of the group, but I don't want the women that are learning about keto to be um, derailed because they saw a post that said they can eat the bread and that it only has nine carbs or whatever per slice or whatever that says. I think I read the other day and looking at that bread. I don't want you to be derailed and thinking that you are, you know, doing this, you know, correctly. Yes, you can figure out your own way, but when you add wheat to it, then it's no longer keto. It then becomes low carb. And if a low carb way of eating is what you want to do, then by all means, then you can go ahead and 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 do it. And and I'm, we're not knocking it, but it's not keto. All right. Um what else? What other randomness? Um I don't want to babble, so I think that the last thing I want to talk about is the weighing yourself, right? Stay off of the scale. Stop jumping on and off of the scale, especially every day. That is the most asinine thing. It's the most self-abusive thing you can do. It's also a part of a diet mindset. Stop it. 
Stop weighing yourself every day. Stop looking for this scale to 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 tell you that you have released weight. And then when it doesn't, then you feel some type of way. It causes you to go into a downward spiral. Stop it. Leave the scale alone, y'all. Leave the scale alone. There are other ways to measure your success. You can, one, like I just discussed, know that if you can fast for 16, 18, 24, 36, 72 hours, seven days, if you can do that, honey, you are on the right track. If you can take your pictures and put your before picture first and your um, current picture side by side in an app and you see the difference, then boom, it's working. If you notice that your clothes are too big or you can fit in stuff that you couldn't fit before, it's working. We have and see all of these differences and we, you know, people say, but the scale isn't moving. So what? So what? I wear three sizes smaller, but the scale hasn't moved much. So what? What that does is because you cannot see a numeric reflection of your efforts because that's what we've been taught or how we've been taught to measure, then you will go into this tizzy and then this downward spiral and then you'll eat out of emotions because you didn't see the scale move and then you'll eat your way back up to where you were and then it starts a whole new thing. Stop. Stop being self abusive. Stop inflicting that type of mental pain and anguish on yourselves, especially on a daily basis, a weekly basis or monthly basis. Don't get on the scale. Stop weighing yourself. Stop using that as a measure. It doesn't show you all of your success. It's not equipped. Even your fancy scales that shows a BMI, that's just another number that you have to measure yourself against. Do you feel good? Can you walk up a flight of steps without being winded? Do your skin look better? Does your clothes fit better? Can you tie your shoe with um, just bending down? Can you move better? Do your joints and your limbs feel better? Are you coming off of medications? Are your numbers looking better as far as your blood counts and ADLs, HDLs, and all of those Ls, right? Do you feel good? That's the biggest thing. Do you have better mental clarity? And the last thing I want to talk about, y'all, I started detoxing. I found a gentle detox tea, and it has made a huge difference in releasing bloat in my abdomen area, my stomach. And I want to talk about the importance of detoxing and signs that you need to detox. Some of us, and I'm one of them, I was full of shit, literally. And we just don't understand the the reason for detoxing. So there's signs that you need um, detoxing is when you have brain fog or memory loss or sleep disturbances. A lot of people suffer from insomnia and it's for several reasons, lack of magnesium and you need to um, detox your body. Um, unexplained headaches and sinus congestion, like built up mucus, skin rashes, eczema, itchy patches, you know, detoxing, right? Constipation, you need a detox. 
a low libido. That's another sex um, talk. We're going to um, do a podcast on sex and how your libido changes when you are following a ketogenic um, lifestyle. So that's another one. Um, I said insomnia, bad breath or body odor, cravings, 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 that craving for sugar is because you need to detox, fatigue and generalized muscle aches where you, your neck and shoulders are tight. You need to detox, feeling weird or, or, or tired. Um, your immune system is weakened, right? You need to detox, increased belly fat or bloating biggest thing you need to detox. So I started, um, using Laura life, um, detox tea, and it has made a huge difference. I have released nine inches just from my waist and a little over 90 days, which I think is great, you know, and I think it could have been, it could be more, but I didn't, um, measure when I first started. So detoxing is important. I will be dropping the link um, to the detox tea. I'll I'll add it to this um, podcast episode. It is amazing. If you have questions about it, you can definitely hit me in the Facebook group or you can DM me on Instagram or send me an email. You, you know, and we can talk about it. But it is amazing. Detoxing is important and you really need um, to detox daily is not something you do once in a while. And it's gentle. It's nine herbs. Is it keto friendly? Um, so yes, the detoxing is important. The tea is amazing. And I'll share it with you in the description. All right, y'all. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to this segment, which I'm calling Keto for the Culture. And the reason I'm calling it Keto for the Culture is because I have teamed up with a bunch of um, influence over influencers over on Instagram. And we are doing Keto for the Culture um, for Black History Month. And uh, my first highlight is Queen Erica, also known as Black Girl Gone Keto. Hey, Erica. Hey, girl. How are you? I am fabulous. And welcome to our sacred sisterhood. We are so excited that you are here. And what we're going to do is talk about why you chose to do keto for the culture and um, what does it mean to you and, you know, whatever else we want to talk about in between here and there. So I'll give you the floor. Well, very good. I want to thank you for having me on today. First and foremost, this is an awesome platform. So I I appreciate that. And thank you. Um, I will also apologize in advance because I'm just getting over a bad cold, so I apologize if I sound a little nasal uh, in the interim. But uh, like you, Keto for the Culture is amazing. Um, Some of the young ladies from Instagram reached out to see if I wanted to be a part of it, and I couldn't say yes fast enough. Um, We, in in terms of keto, I believe that um, initially when I started back in 2018, there wasn't a lot of representation. Um, from our culture. So I I was absolutely thrilled. It means a lot to me because um, there's a lot of camaraderie uh, that I see going on online. And it's amazing to uh, see that we're we're about to embark on the same things. Yes, absolutely. I think that it's an amazing thing. I always say that there is power in a collective. Correct. And we can push this um, to so many more people if we leverage our um, platforms together. So I'm excited about it. I'm vacillating back and forward what I'm going to cook or whatever. So maybe we could tell everyone what what, what Keto for the Culture is. 
right? So I think we do have a, a Facebook, I'm not Facebook, uh, Instagram page now. Yes, and it is Keto for the Culture. And it's Keto, K-E-T-O, the number four. And then the culture is culture spelled K-U-L-T-U-R-E. There it is, y'all. Right. (laughs) The number four, the culture. And so what we're doing is each month, one of us will um, post a recipe, a picture, or whatever we deem necessary to cook that's represent representative of our culture because we're all not african-american but we all are people of color and we come from various backgrounds and you know different cultures and i think the beauty of it for me is that that will all be represented in one space right all be represented in one space um, we, some of the the women are African, of African descent, which I'm excited to see, you know, what they come up with and all of that. So, you know, what will you be doing? Um, I, I was going back and forth. I'm not a cook. I'm not very domestic at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I like to eat, hence uh, being a big girl and on keto, but I'm not the best cook um I, I i leave that to my mister and to my mama but um i think i'm going i was going to do candy pecans as like a dessert mm-hmm. and then i thought you know what let me do i i stumbled across um brussels sprouts and it was like a maple bacon um brussels sprouts keto mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um i think i'm going to do that i've done those before and they are delicious and um, I think I'm going to do the keto maple bacon Brussels sprouts. Okay, that sounds yummy. I like the candy pecans as well. Yeah, I might do that on the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now how about doing the candy pecans and then just kind of topping your, um, as a garnish on top of your Brussels sprouts. Listen, that works too. That's actually mm-hmm. a great idea. It's actually a great idea. So I may do that as well. Yeah. And so, you know, the thing that you said though, about not being a good cook. And I think that because with keto, you have to cook, you know, for you to get the best benefit, you can keto definitely outside of your house, but you control what you eat when you um, cook it yourself. Right, I agree. And, and so the thing is, is that you don't have to be, you know, a chef or a, a stellar cook. So for you to say that you're not the best cook, honey, you must have um, cooked something along the way or learned <laughs> because you look amazing, right? And you've had, you know, great results. So I don't think people, you know, people, you know, don't worry about cooking or being the best cook or whatever. The recipes posted over in Keto for the Culture is just for you to try. Or, you know, as as I always say, a recipe is nothing but a blueprint. So you could put your own stamp on it, you know, make it your own. So I'm just excited for everyone to try your Brussels sprouts. I'm not a big Brussels sprouts fan, just right. But I will try them to serve the others. (laughs) Listen, let me let me tell you something. I I can honestly say that even prior to me uh, doing keto, I was not the um, again. I will reiterate the best cook, but I have cooked, and I've learned to. Um, really enjoy the things that I've prepared um, for myself and now for my family as well. Um, I kind of changed up some of the ingredients, but my best friend now is an air fryer. I, I got an air fryer for Christmas because I yes, asked, that, that's what I asked for. And that is, that's the best thing that's ever happened to me in my kitchen, the air fryer. Now my air fryer is the, my, I have the Emerald Legacy three, Power XL 360 it has like a um, rotisserie and all of that. It's an amazing machine. So I fill you with the air fryer. Right. I fill you with it because it makes you great. Listen, <laughs> listen, I look like, uh, what did you say his name was? Emerald, whatever his name Legassi, is. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. that, that's what she's looking like in the kitchen with that air fryer. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> you, you know, another one of my secret weapons 
is a pressure cooker. Yes, yes. People sleep on the pressure cooker. The Instapod or, I, you know, I don't, I don't get paid to, for brand names. It's, all, it's just right. an electronic pressure cooker. Right. But um, that is another, like, secret weapon. And if you compare, you know, meats that you cook in there, that, but just maybe a cheaper cut of meat. Right. And then you use your air fryer to finish it off and give it the nice brownness or crunchiness. Honey. That's made in heaven. Yeah, I'm looking for it. I've already seen uh, there's been a couple posts uh, up already on Keto for the Culture. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this whole month being phenomenal uh, recipes and um, just looking to see what I can cook and prepare going forward. But more importantly, just showing, you know, our community, our keto community, that there are so many other options out there. Um, delicious options that can be made. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, Black History Month, this is a big thing. It really is. I, I'm, I'm excited about it because it shows our community that you won't miss anything. In fact, just with a few tweaks, it's just the same things that your parents or grandparents prepared for you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, next, um, smoked neck bones and string beans is one of my favorite go-to meals. And it's something my mom cooked for me as a kid, and I loved it then. Right. And it's keto, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. This is, I mean, for the young ladies that put this together, kudos to them. Yes. Um, I know you'll be spotlighting them as well. This was an amazing idea, um, not just for, you know, representation of Black History Month, which is why it was designed, but I think it's going to be bigger and better things to come out of it as well. So kudos to those ladies. And um, again, I'm looking forward to the rest of the month and these phenomenal recipes. Absolutely. So what I will ask you is if you could tell people how to find you. Okay. Well, um, I am on Instagram primarily and it's black girl gone keto. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, but I am kind of, um, I, I was on Facebook quite a bit and I've kind of deviated now on Instagram. I also have a website. Uh, I do keto coaching. My website is www.blackgirlgoneketo.com. Um, but yes, I'm, I'd look forward to seeing everyone, speaking to anyone and just, you know, being a voice for our community. If you have any questions. Um, I started keto back in August of 2018 and within about 10 months, I lost a hundred pounds. So keto has been uh, a, an entire blessing to me and my family. Kudos to you. Congratulations on releasing 100 pounds. That's a whole person, right? Exactly, exactly. And um, y'all, you're welcome. Y'all go over and you follow um, Black Girl Gone Keto. And Erica, you are doing an event. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, 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 yes. That's another thing. Um, <clears throat> we were just talking in our little group chat about other events uh, that take place uh, in the keto communities. But what uh, I decided to put together last year was a meet and greet. You know, we talk online, you know, we're always on live. We see very um, familiar faces regularly. I thought what a, a great idea to, to do a meet and greet here in Orlando, Florida, to have other uh, women <clears throat> that are on keto, excuse me, to kind of get together and, and just tell some keto stories. It's not a, it's not a conference. It is a meet and greet. It's uh, May 22nd through the 24th here in Orlando, Florida. It's called uh, the Black Girl Gone Keto Rendezvous. Um, I say if you are a Black girl and you are on keto, then you too are a Black girl gone keto. So um, registration fees are available um, there online as well. And then the, there's, there's no real financial benefit to this. This is just us getting together to have some good old fashioned girl time. And um, yes, so you can go to www.blackgirlgoneketo.com for more information on the uh, actual weekend rendezvous. It's a Friday through a Sunday. Awesome sauce. And I'm going to see if my schedule permits to come out. Yes, ma'am. Orlando, Florida. So y'all go ahead and follow Black Girl Gone Keto. Um, go to her website with the same name. Check her out. Um, I, I'm, I'm a, a huge believer of sharing this platform um, with, with women who have had success 
And the biggest thing is having it be sustainable, right? Right, right. That's the biggest thing because we can find success, but the success is not always sustainable. Correct. And, you know, and so I think that it's a great thing that we're doing. I appreciate you for this segment. And Erica's going to be a guest, y'all. Um, and you'll get to hear her full story um, in an upcoming podcast. So, Miss Erica, I appreciate you. I honor you. And thank you for taking this time um, to share with this community. Absolutely. And, and <clears throat> Wendy, let me um, thank you as well. And you should be accommodated just for having this platform. And you have a phenomenal group of women over on your Facebook page. I know you have the same following on IG. You are amazing. Um, <clears throat> what you're doing for the community is also awesome. So that needs to go um, identified as well. So thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to come on here and talk about Keto for the Culture. Um, and as well, thank you for your, your platform as well. You are welcome. And I received all of that. And I agree with you. I am phenomenal. <laughs> I, am. No, I am. So I, I totally agree. So thank you so much, Queen. And we look forward to having you back telling and sharing your full story of amazing transformation. Yep, I'll be here with bells on. All right, mama. So until next time, you be well and have a great day on purpose. Thank you. You too, y'all. Keep it keto strong. You heard me? Oh, uh, y'all heard it, right? <laughs> All right. All righty, ladies, we have come to the end of another episode of Black Girls Keto 2. This has been good, randomly speaking, and I just hope that you get a lot out of this random episode, but it, these are things that have... Um, been on my mind and I wanted to talk about but couldn't make them fit in the episode so I got them out we still y'all have cabins left for the cruise I'll put that link we have the cookbook of the month club the new cookbook that's coming out um for this month is all about desserts I have chocolate candy and cakes and cookies and cheesecakes and all kinds of goodness that um are and this episode of the cookbook or this link, I don't know. It's in the cookbook, y'all, the desserts cookbook. So I'm excited. Check out Keto for the Culture, y'all, over on Instagram. And um, go follow my girl Erica at Black Girl Gone Keto over on Instagram. Check her out. You know, she is is amazing and she has an amazing story so join us over in black girls keto 2 on facebook that's black girls keto 2 and on instagram we are black girls underscore keto 2 we would love to have you we would love to love on you we would love to celebrate you and your journey and until next week have a great rest of your week on purpose.